back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Jake Bachman. He is Enrique Alvarez-Clary. We're better known as Rico and Bach. Uh, and uh, let's talk some sports, why don't we? I think we're on some sports radio. Might as well talk some sports. We were talking sports. Yeah, we were. Telling you guys how great LeBron James <laughs> is. Back in my day. You know what's great? You know what's great? Hmm. Is I can say back in my day when I was watching the NBA, I watched two of the greatest of all time, Kobe and LeBron. Hmm. I thought you were going to throw your guy Mello in there. Well, I mean, he is the greatest of all time. So. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest scorers of One all time. One of the time. greatest scorers of all time. Yeah. He's eighth scores. all time. Yeah, yeah. Just that's it. Yeah. Just scoring. That's yeah, that's where it ends. Yep. Clutch score. That's where it starts he's got and some where it ends. Shots. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Clutch shooter, yeah. He's a guy he's a guy you want with the ball in his hand at the end of the at the end of the game. And like you said too, I, I think my favorite run in college basketball history. Uh, at least for the time that I was, I, I really would have liked Glenn Rice and in, in, in Michigan run. I mean, there's been some special runs mm-hmm. in the tournament, but that that freshman year uh, at Syracuse, the only year at Syracuse, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just so cool to watch them. I think they were like a four seed or something like that. Yeah, um, they weren't a one seed. Yeah, they weren't a one seed, but um, just taking over the tournament. And I don't know for some reason, maybe it, it's everybody has their different like tournament. Memories because, like, which games you were able to catch and mm-hmm. how closely you were watching teams. Sometimes you just kind of get a feeling while you're watching the team, yeah. like, this is my team. And I kind of <laughs> had that with the Syracuse that year. That VCU run sticks with me for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, you I don't a lot know. of that I one. don't know why, but that's that's <laughs> one that, like, sticks with me. I'm like, man, that was a fun team. That was cool. That was great. That was pretty And cool. then there are some teams where you're just like, wow, like, they, they must have had a really good tournament and they won, like, two games. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And, or, or, you know, it, it's... I don't know. I can't wait for college basketball's March Madness. Any time we talk it's about so it, I know fun. the Super Bowl is one of the best uh, days in, in in sports, obviously for the year. Mm. College basketball is still the top for Remember me. Remember when CJ McCollum and uh, oh Jimmer oh, BYU? Jimmer. That was a good one. Did he even? Ha- but that's the point. Like, they didn't they, have a good run. He didn't even I think have they, a good run. He did they even had a great win, season. Did they even win a game? Yeah, the, one of the first round. And Steph Curry like had one good run at Davidson and then one okay one. Yeah. Remember, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Lehigh. Uh, CJ McCollum was oh, on. Yeah. CJ McCollum was on that team. Yeah, nobody really knew. Nobody, re- nobody <laughs> remembers CJ McCollum was on that team that beat. I think it was Duke. Yeah. Uh, in was that in Omaha? I know Kansas I don't know. lost to like. I don't remember who they lost to, but it was in Omaha, and everybody was freaking out. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. If they come back to Omaha, I've got it. I've got to go. I, I still haven't made it up there uh, for a college basketball tournament game. Uh, that'll be fun. And. Someone sad. <laughs> said, you know what I always look forward to is the conference tournaments, and but it, it's really weird because as a Nebraska fan, like there's a spot for Nebraska in the conference tournament, and, and we know what that is. That's day one. If you're lucky, day two, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. But I still love the conference tournament. It's in the Big Ten. They got that wheel with all the colors on it. Oh. I, I can't wait for the. For, that's a good one. Yeah, postseason. I just kind of sit basketball. there and I'm just like, which red is Nebraska's red? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many teams with red in the in the yeah. in the Big Ten. You gotta look for scarlet. Yeah, scarlet it's, and cream it doesn't really help. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. No, it doesn't help. Uh, Nebraska basketball, by the way, have a game tonight, tonight. against Michigan at uh, 5.30. Michigan, uh, underwhelming for the year, but still um, a, a pretty good team. Hunter Dickinson seems like he's been there for quite some time. Um, 
in, in fact, I think he's hurt his draft stock the, the more he comes back. But in any case, <laughs> uh, he's a, a really good college player, and that's kind of what it is. You know, he's a big man, big man traditional game, uh, might not transfer to the NBA as well. Uh, but their team, they did beat Ohio State on national TV 13-10. and 10. Uh, Hunter Dickinson's been leading them throughout the year. Um, you know, they've got some other, other talents on that team. But for Nebraska, of course, they've got to see if this new recipe is one that just kind of worked once does it only work when Tominaga is going off mm-hmm. or, or what do you kind of expect to see there as uh, Nebraska has to travel? This is not at Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's on the road in Ann Arbor. Up in Ann Arbor. Uh, yeah, against the Wolverines. Um, well, Hunter Dickinson is kind of one of those centers that Derek Walker, at least earlier in the season, uh, kind of has his way with where, you know, you get it into him in the post and he's he's just more physical than the other center. Uh, Dickinson is, is a great center and he's pretty physical in his own right, but he's one of the tall, the taller version of, uh, of the center that that um, Derek Walker seems to have his way with, and like you said, maybe it's uh, the the formula for Nebraska having success is if Casey Tominaga is on fire and shooting the lights out. I would that uh, you first off, I hope that that happens again if it gets them a win. But if that doesn't happen, I hope that they're able to string together enough buckets from this from the surrounding cast of characters. Um, to to pull out the victory, obviously, but you're gonna have to have other people step up and and make shots. Jamarcus Lawrence had a great show or a, a really good showing, kind of a breakout ish um, type game. This last one, he hit the big three at the end of the game. Uh, Denim Dawson has been really really good with his athleticism and his physicality on the defensive end. Uh, Sam Greasel is just doing Sam Greasel things, being the veteran point guard leading the way. And uh, what I really want to see out of this, and what I've wanted to see all season. Is CJ Wilcher just just show up? Mm. I, I I this if Nebraska wants to have any more success the rest of the season, if they want, you know, this is going to sound ridiculous, but if they want any chance at any type of postseason, whether that be uh, NIT or what's what's the one underneath the NIT, CBI. the CBI, like if they want any chance at that, CJ Wilcher is going to need to show up. And I'm not talking about you know CJ Wilcher going off for like you know 21 points and hitting like five threes. They just need CJ Wilcher to hit hit you know two threes and just be some kind of of effective from the floor and and not only play a couple of minutes here or there when Casey needs a breather. They need CJ Wilcher to be what he was at the end of last year. Well, it's interesting. If not, then Sam Hoiberg's going to take that spot. Sam Hoiberg um, is, of course, a little smaller in, in stature, and you're going to have to kind of hide him in a zone a lot of times if you're playing defensively. If you've got Sam Hoiberg and Casey Tominaga on the floor <laughs> at the same time. Zone, zone. <laughs> uh, but uh, they, but you know, he did play that kind of six-man role in their last one against Penn State, playing against uh, you know playing the most minutes off the bench. Um, and and again, you know, typically when you're going from Penn State to Michigan, you're kind of thinking. Well, yeah, we'll see if they can prove it against the the, the big boys. I mean, but this is uh, th- they're about even team. I mean, those, those mm-hmm. are some pretty even teams at this point in the season. Uh, if you are new to watching the Wolverines this year, Jet Howard, very good uh, three point shooter to look out for a freshman that they've got up there paired with Hunter Dickinson. Uh, but Nebraska, I mean, I fully expect. Um, I don't know what to fully expect. Said- I fully expect a fight. I just I hope it doesn't go. Ba- I, I I wanted to see, and what I hope is Nebraska has found the recipe. Has and and Tominaga certainly got to be a part of that. He's mm-hmm. got to get you know double digit shots up tonight. Um, but I want to see want to say that this team doesn't just lay down. Oh, we lost a couple of our best players. Um, the season's, uh, you know, diminished, and it's not good. I want to see them respond with some answers, and, and, and hopefully more than once. Mm-hmm. And usually it's going to take a few games to do so, so maybe you can kind of forgive them. Don't look now, but if they win tonight, they're one game away from 500. That's 
that's something that I I don't know if you would have you would have thought would be happening, uh, especially <laughs> after the two big injuries. You said that these two teams were even. You wonder how even they are hmm. uh, statistically. So points scored, they're really not that even. Nebraska is averaging sixty. Let's put sixty six. I'm just going to round up yeah. sixty six. Uh, Michigan's averaging seventy three. Uh, points allowed. Nebraska's allowing sixty eight. Michigan's allowing sixty nine. Hmm. Field goal percentage forty four point six. Both. Rebounds, 35 Nebraska, 36 Michigan. Assists, 13, both. Mm. Uh, Michigan's averaging four blocks a game. Nebraska's averaging two. Uh, Steals, Nebraska's actually at five and a half. Michigan's at five. A lot of similarities there. They are very close. Yeah, just a different uh, approach in doing it. Nebraska doesn't have a Hunter Dickinson, but Derek Walker – I think that I think you're right. I mean, that's the matchup to to really look out for tonight. If Walker mm-hmm. can get going again, uh, Grizzly. He needs to make his free throws. That's because he if he's going to be physical down, if he's going to be the physical Derek Walker that we saw against the other bigger centers in the league earlier, he's going to get fouled, and he's going to need. He's hitting 44 percent of his free throws right now. That's not that's not going to cut it. If if you're going to feed him the ball and he's going to be the physical Derek Walker that we saw earlier in the season down in the paint, he is going to get fouled and he is going to need to make his free throws in order for Nebraska to have any type of success. Sure, he's hitting 60% of his shots, but if you miss the shot, you got two free throws, you got to make them both. Yeah. Or at least one. I mean, 44%. Come on, man. <laughs> and what was he? Was he close to 60 or something percent last year? I, I mean, think so. Like, yeah. that. that's just... I don't. Struggle. I just don't. I just don't know what is going on with Nebraska basketball players and free throws. Well, and also as you've seen in the last couple of games too, and he was hitting seventy-two point six last year, which but, is the high. Okay, so he's not traditionally a great free throw shooter. No, actually, no. Uh, his first year playing thirty or forty percent, twenty-six percent, forty-five percent, seventy-two percent, forty-four percent. So not traditionally a He's great free good. throw shooter. No, no, not a great free throw shooter. And at least get the fifty. Defensively, they're just kind of leaving him at the top of the key, mm-hmm. um, and they're daring him to shoot, and he's not doing it. Um, so I I'm mean, sure he has that shot in his bag. I'm I'm sure he can hit that well, mid range shot. Maybe. And all you have to do is hit it once. Well, if you hit it once, then they're gonna be like, okay, we got to close out a little bit. Again, maybe, but if his free throw shooting is any indication, it's not a high percentage. <laughs> free throws not. and jump shots are different. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I mean, he's been killer with his passes yes out of that and tamanaga has been great at cutting um so you'd love to see that continue tonight uh we got to take a break here we've got uh, some news to talk out of nebraska baseball also nebraska football with the scouting combine uh, but i did want to also give a shout out to one of our listeners here uh in the comments section from uh facebook cliff uh, saying hey guys from eglin air force base in florida i'm not sure if i'm saying that eglin correctly but thanks for the listen and thanks for what you do we always want to shout uh that out hi uh, cliff there it is there's your picture even. all right let's take a quick break we'll be back with more sports talk also the crossover with nick coming up here on 93.7 the ticket